Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered as you listen to the Word of God. series of teaching um, and I was addressing different areas of our lives you know, examine yourself encourage yourself then we saw last Friday free yourself it's what we've been busy with amen I want to continue to encourage you to work on those things. Amen. Now, when God is working, it's usually not obvious to see what he is doing. So, it's easy to miss him if you are not careful. Because Many a times, when he is at work, you cannot easily perceive what he is doing. Now, I just want to encourage you to encourage yourself. Stay put where God has placed you. And continue doing what you are doing. Most of what you see today is usually the result of little efforts but that are put in consistently. Little effort but consistently. Little effort but consistently. If you could do little consistently you will see results in every area. One, one, one other challenge is that we usually want to see results immediately, quickly. Now, don't get me wrong. The Lord does that too. But my experience has shown me that usually people that are waiting for quick results, like they just want God to do something quickly. Most of the time you find that such people are very unfaithful in little things. Like if you check their lives, you will see that there are a lot of things that little ones that they are not faithful with. But they are just expecting something very big to happen out of the blue. And that big thing doesn't seem to be coming as well. Check, you see the little ones that they could do. They are not into that. They are just waiting for this big thing there. there. Imagine. Praise God. God is going to help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, let's look at something here quickly. 
Exodus chapter 23. We're going to read from verse 27. Exodus 23 from verse 27. The Bible says, I will send my fear before you. I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you come and will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. And I will send hornets before you which shall drive out the Hevites, the Canaanites, I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. Verse 8. Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. So God says, I am aware that there are challenges in the land where you are. But I will not remove all of them at once. I will remove them That is where we are having a problem. Because we want everything to change now. But everything changing now is good. Just that it also comes with other responsibilities. If I remove all these other nations in the land, the land will become empty. Because you haven't reproduced yourself enough to fill the land. Which will mean wild animals will multiply. You have enemies in the land, but their presence in the land is also assisting you by them fighting wild animals. So much so that you don't have to kill all the lions. Some of your enemies are killing some of the lions. And as I'm removing the enemies little by little, you are occupying the space little by little. Listen, God could give you a car today, a house today, a wife today, kids today, and you will say, glory to God. every day, if the house will come, bills, water bills, so many little things that maybe currently you do not have the full capacity to handle all those things that you are asking God to give. 
letter by letter. Letter by letter. Letter. If you can learn to thank God for the little he's doing, tell you, you'll be surprised. Little by little. Little by little. He's removing the obstacles. As he's removing the obstacles, he's also giving you a chance to gain strength to handle it. I remember there was a time the Lord gave us a piece of land just near Sun City there. And we found ourselves busy with that land. Just to remove the trees that were in the land, I realized that I needed to now start knowing other people, which I did. I got to know some people who have some, you know, this big caterpillar moving, earth moving. I hired one. Hey, he came. Charges per day, 3,500. surprise. I didn't expect that that is the type of money I'm going to be paying for a land that I haven't even done anything in it. I'm about to start. I'm just it. But already, every time that that guy comes there with that thing, 3,005. Every time he has to come, I'm not I'm not interested in him, I'm interested in the money that is gonna be spent. Are you listening to that? I hope I remember the figures well. Then we started. And as we started removing those trees, now people are coming. They're asking, Who are you people? Why are you removing this? Who gave you the... Before this land came, I didn't have such problems. I didn't have anybody asking me, who are you? Why are you? What are you doing here? Prove who gave you this land. Now, as I'm sitting there every day, I have to worry about 3,500. Then I have to worry about all these people that are asking me, who are you? Who gave you permission to this land. Then, one of those good days, as I was there like that, I was in my, in the house, trying to rest a bit because of this work. My phone rang. It's Shepard Lawrence. He's calling me. I pick up. Problem here. So what is what again? He said, "No, it's a serious one. You have to come here." Wow. So, take the car. I drive to the land. I find all kinds of people that are there with cars, are waiting for me. Are you 
you so and so? Yeah, it's me. Can you tell us who gave you permission to touch this piece of land? Of course, I have all the papers. I can bring those papers. I take papers. I had them on my phone on WhatsApp. So I showed them. Are you aware that these are not legal papers? Whoever gave you these papers didn't consult us. So this is a problem. Then here is a representative of Sun City. You've come and removed the thing here until you've not reached their area. And they are not happy. Then the Sun City sent people from environmental environmental this, 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 this. This white guy is there from environmental things. Then the guy says to me, you have caused an environmental disaster. You have removed trees that were never supposed to be removed. There was one day, there was one day, there was one day, there was one day. You have removed those trees and there was a way the water was supposed to flow based on something we did before. You came with this thing You've changed the whole landscaping of the place. We're going to meet in court. A few days later, I'm there. When I get a call, are you Mr. Senso? Yeah. We want to see you. We draw from Mafiking. We are sent from the high court in Mafiking to meet you. We want to deliver in hand what we need to deal with. Came down again. I met them. Here. And I opened the letter. This white man has reported me to the environmental, the Minister of Environmental Affairs, this and this and that. And they have done the calculations of what I have to pay, I think, one point something million for the environmental disaster I have caused. So I'm there. I'm trying to build a church. I got a land. Now I started having problems of 3,500 a day that I didn't plan for. I started having problems of people asking me who asked you to build here. Then I now have bigger problems. Can't even imagine. Your name was not in that paper. My name was in that paper. Full name and surname, everything. It's easy to look at a person and wish very easy but if you could also wish for the troubles that come with it when I walk on stage people clap for me we thank God for that but if you knew the other side if you knew the other side 
I went through that trauma alone. You were not involved. I didn't call you. You don't even know about it. If I don't speak now, you might, you might never even know about something like that. Yeah. Till that whole thing that God killed that whole case, everything, and he spared my life and the life of this church. But when I saw that land, I felt God has answered all our prayers. This is it. Here is person social. Here's the land. Where is where you see person social? That whole land on the side. I'm the one who went and cleared that whole place. All the people, all the people that are occupying Sandfield today, they are my children. They are all my children. It's just that they don't have the courage to admit it. Do you understand? I took all the heat for them. Then after that, I left them with the place. That sand field you are seeing there, back at link, all those things. Yeah. I used to enter there with counselors demarcations there in front of where my boy built right in front there we demarcated there we, I was the first person to ever enter that land like that first I took a lot of heat yeah because I wanted everything now That brought so much problems I was not ready to handle. When that letter came down, I realized I don't even have a lawyer. Where am I going to start? And see that things that you, didn't, you don't even think about have now arrived. And then you are so unprepared because you wanted everything to disappear at once. Then we change. started getting some small, small lands in further places. No problem. We thank God. We are quiet until where we are today. And it's been little by little. Little. If you could learn to respect that statement. Little by little. If you can respect that statement. you can respect. Not big by big. Little by little. I will drive them out from before you until you have increased. You, God is interested in your increase. But you yourself, you know how lazy you are most of the time. How procrastinative you are most of the time. So your own increase is delayed because God, that means God could move them fast, fast. But you are struggling to increase your capacity. So he has to do it little by little. Little by little. Little by little. Are you listening to me? So I trust and believe that this little encouragement will help you tonight.
Don't think God is doing nothing. God is at work. But maybe you don't see it because it is little by little. Yeah. Even when God starts, there, there, is, there is somebody I used to, I was working with this person, and this person used to scare me so much. Whenever I work and this person is around, I'm afraid. I don't even know why. I'm just afraid of this person. And I'm just always on my guards when it comes to this person. Like, I'm, I'm scared of this person. And I don't know why. I'm just, I think it was spiritual and other things. So I started praying about it. I started commending that I am not intimidated by this person. I break the grip that this person has over my life. I refuse to be intimidated by this person. I will pray those things like I'm joking. It's like there's nothing. I'll go to work. Intimidation will be top. I will be running. I tell you people of God, I just noticed that whether this person is around or they're not around, it doesn't mean anything to me. But I cannot tell you when it happened. I don't know when it happened. I just noticed that it had happened. The fear was gone. The intimidation was crushed. And I was just amazed. I was amazed. Praise the Lord. So I'm telling you something. Little by little, God kept destroying that intimidation. Little by little. But the thing is, I wanted to, I pray today, and I come to work tomorrow, the intimidation is gone. Everything is gone. I'm in charge. But it usually doesn't happen like that because even the capacity to handle the new settings, you might not have. Because you are already so trained to the old settings. So the Lord delivered me little by little. You might be having an addiction and you are thinking that it will go at once. But God might have a plan to dry it up little by little. And because you want it to disappear now, that's why you are falling into discouragement because every time it doesn't go, you say, hey, this thing will never go. It will go. But maybe not as quick as you want it to go. Little by little. If you can learn to thank God that yesterday I was doing it this much, today I'm only doing it this much, so it means it has reduced a little. Before I could do it every day, now I can take three days and I don't do it, then I do it once. It has reduced a little. And if I can consistently thank God for those littles, one day you will just wake up and realize the thing is gone. And as the thing is gone, it has been successfully replaced by something else. It's not just that it's gone, now you have a lot of time in your hand, you don't even know what to do with yourself, because that was the thing right back there. As God takes out this, he brings something else in. And that's where he talks about when you have increased. Don't just be asking God to remove things. What are they being replaced with? 
because you see if I if I could teach you a little bit on the law of spacing we don't have time but I'm just going to mention it in passing when the evil spirit left the man again it went into hard places and then after a while it came back because the Bible says the evil spirit said to it to himself I will go back to my house where I came from. Do you get it? So the evil spirit came back, and the Bible said when it came back, he found that the house was number one, empty. The law of spacing. Empty. 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 We have removed the things but you see, the same, the same principle. I returned to my house again. You find it out empty. The guy has been removed. The obstacle has been removed. But the mind is empty. The time is empty. The ministry is empty. The marriage is empty. The relationship is empty. That emptiness. Nature harbors emptiness. So they took it upon himself. I need to fill that, 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 that space. So the principle here, when it comes to the spiritual realm, I learned this from Bishop Dag. It's a very simple principle is that every space the enemy loses, you must occupy it with something. If you don't occupy it with something, you will lose that space again. Also, the another way to understand it, it means that if you keep your house full, just by virtue of the way you're... You see, if... Let me have that bottle of water. You see, this bottle is full, but not completely full. So I have an opportunity to put something inside. Because there is a bit of emptiness that is there. And that emptiness that is there is giving me hope that I can, I can put something inside. But if this bottle is full to the brim, just by looking at the bottle, I become in wanting to do anything in there. Like, uh, there's nothing I can do because it's not, let's say, the bottle doesn't have to push me away. The bottle doesn't even have to tell me anything. Just the bottle being full. By being full, it has made me unable to operate. Certain spirit cannot operate if you are full. Like... The, if you occupy the space properly, do you understand? If you occupy the space properly, they cannot operate. They cannot operate. Yeah. Not so long ago, the Lord showed me an evil spirit that used to torment me for a very long time. I saw it. 
but by the time I saw that evil spirit, the evil spirit was, it's like it was decomposing itself. You know, something is, that is decomposing itself. It looks so ugly, so disfigured, so messy. And the Spirit of God was saying to me, you have made it more and more hard for this guy to eat. It's difficult for him to eat so he is dying. He is just dying every day. He is dying. Because you are closing the doors he used to use. Like he had so many doors to eat through you. Even when you say you will not eat, he has another way to eat through you still. So I've been learning those ways. How he eats through me. One of them is your thoughts. You must say, I will not do this again. Do you understand? I will never do this again. And to some degree, you will block the evil spirit by not doing that again. But the evil spirit cannot enter your mind. And can start making you think about that thing. And by you just thinking about that thing, he's eating. Just with your thoughts, he is accessing what he he enjoys. Like you are not doing it, not that you are not, you are not doing it anymore, you are not watching it anymore, but you are thinking it. Or he creates scenarios that relieve it or produce a certain effect that can reconnect. Because he just needs to connect a few thoughts, a few lines, a few things, and then he's back. He just needs a few things. So when you don't know how to fight in the mind, he will have a free day with you. He can stay with you for many, many years and you will never even know he's there. Because your, your argument will always be, ah, me, I'm no more doing this. But he's still eating. And he's eating through your thoughts. Through your thoughts. Your thought life. So when you start growing in God, you will reach a stage where your thought life God start asking you to surrender your thought life. There's a stage in your life where you can think anyhow and you are not feeling anything. But as you keep taking territories, you're going to reach a stage where you ask yourself, how come I'm no more doing this? I'm no more doing it, but this thing is still happening. Now, you are about to take a major territory, which is your thought life. Your thought life. So the more I broke thoughts that this guy brings, do you understand? He would just bring a suggestion. And as before he would bring those suggestions, hey, I will fantasize with him. We'll go, we'll swim, we'll go up, we'll do so many things in the air with the thoughts. Now I discovered that the thoughts are actually where he operates the most. The God of this is has blinded the minds. He cast that imagination. It's the thoughts. It's always about the thoughts. Your thoughts. 
So he works a lot there. He, he has a lot of storage in the thoughts. Many things he has stored there. Even when we are saying, I'm no more doing this, then he just pulls a file. Then he says, let's, let's think about this. Let's explore this. Then you start. Then he starts taking you. Imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine if this was happening. Imagine this. The moment he says, imagine this, your, your mind starts working. And as soon as your mind starts working, he starts eating. That's it. And you'll be there coolly. It's as if nothing is happening, isn't it? Yet a lot is happening. Quietly. Yeah. And when he is done with you on a session like that, all your prayer life is gone. Now you don't you don't feel like praying or anything. You are just numb. You are deflated. And that's your point. Your problem is, you're asking, say, I haven't done anything bad. I don't know why. Maybe prayer is not for me. Maybe they, no, you don't understand. The things you are doing in your mind are real. They are very real. They are more real than you know. Because that's where Satan is going to operate. I mean, if the man is was effective, why will Satan go there to do his job? Your mind is very important. In fact, I've discovered that anything that enters your life must enter your mind first. So usually, Satan has to bring things in your mind until they start flowing nicely, like you are no more resisting them, you are no more having a problem with those things. Once it reaches a stage where any thought can just come and you don't fight it anymore, you are not far from doing the actual thing. You are not far. People that don't, cannot resist certain things, it, it, it's not the thing itself. It's that from the mind. He has already paralyzed you from there. So the day you get this, you realize, be very careful about your thoughts because your thoughts are kind of prophecies. It's like you are being told, you are being trained to do something so that when the time comes to do it, the mind has been properly, you understand? Like, see, when Satan wants you, for example, to do something with another person. It's very rare that you will just do it immediately. He first starts by suggesting it. He suggest, maybe the first time he suggests it, you reject the suggestion. He says, no, no, I will never do something like that. Hey, that you don't say it, but in your mind, you say, no, 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 I reject it. You get it? So he leaves you. Then after a while, he comes again and suggests the same thing. He suggests the same thing again. After a while, you start considering the suggestions. And from the moment you start considering the suggestion, the seed is planted. The seed is there, but at a small form. Then it starts growing. Then it starts watering it more. Then you reach a stage where you are even now, like your own imagination takes over because God gave you the gift of imagination. So your own imagination now can start exploring the more possibilities that are hidden behind this suggestion he made. When that happens, you are becoming to be a freeway. The way is beginning to be made free. So when he does it recurrently, recurrently, and you are just flowing, he's setting you up for the actual thing. I think I'm talking to myself. These people are not interested. I'm saying, Satan is setting, when you are allowing thoughts to flow freely, 
and you are thinking it's just thought, there's nothing. You are making a big mistake. Satan is preparing you for the actual thing. Have you seen these people? They come to church, they do everything, but they just say, she fell. He fell. This happened. The suggestion were going on for the longest time. That because the person keeps coming and sitting in the church with the body, you are thinking there's nothing wrong. So the day you just hear the news, is like, ah, how could this, how could this? No, the person didn't know how to fight in the mind. And for a long time, Satan was using excavators. He was using caterpillars to clear the road, to make a road, to make a road, and to make the road to be a freeway, a highway, where things, the moment you are now presented with the thing, and usually Satan doesn't give you time to think much. You think after. No, you have to think after because the way he has built you up for the moment, when you have to do it, everything must be quick, 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 quick. By the time you wake up, eh, what has happened? It has happened. It has happened. It has happened. But you could have stopped it long time ago when it was at the mental level. But you didn't think it's important. You didn't think it's a big deal. You didn't think it matters. That was your mistake. All demons work through the mind. If you understand this, understand that in your body, as a human being, as you are here, Satan works in your mind. The Holy Ghost works in your mind. Your mind is where the work is happening. Because it's only when something is accepted in your mind that you do it physically. So why will he want to go and work anywhere? It works in your mind. So he uses music videos to work on your mind, to break resistance, to remove barriers, to cause you to start accepting certain things. He uses movies. He uses music. He uses words. He uses a friend. He uses a cell phone. He will use many things, but the purpose is I'm breaking every resistance and every defense that you will have. So that when I bring the thing, you are prepared. And you will act as a professional. You will act as a professional. Little by little. He, he uses the same principle. Little by little. God little by little removes the obstacles. Satan little by little removes your resistance. Your, resist, your ability to resist him. Because the Bible says resist the devil. So there is a resistance in you to not do his will when he suggests something to you. So he has to break that resistance. And the way he breaks that resistance is through continual pandering on your mind with the same suggestion. He never changes the suggestion. The same... If Satan has taken you on on something, you'll be surprised. Oh, he will take you on. You ask yourself, Satan, are you not even afraid? He said, no, 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 no. We must do it. We have to do it. He will take you on. If Satan noticed that you like a certain type of girl, and he noticed that that's what you like, ah, you don't understand. You don't understand what has happened to you. You don't understand what has happened to you. As soon as he notices this is what works, he takes.
takes you on it fully. Consistently so. Sometimes every day. Yeah. Especially when you haven't learned what I'm trying to teach you. Like your mind is just there. You never fight for your mind. You never do anything with your mind. You don't give command. You don't block thoughts. You just let anything that is suggested to flow. Oh, Satan likes such people. He will suggest the whole day. He keeps suggesting. He keeps giving more, 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 more. Before you know it, you don't feel like church again. You don't feel like prayer again. You don't feel like the word again. You don't feel like... And especially the word, this. When Satan is working, he doesn't like this to come. No, 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 no. Even the thought of this, he will be fighting that thought. No, don't bring the word now. This is not the time for the word. Because he's busy putting thoughts. And if you bring the word now, you have scattered the whole work that he has been doing for a very long time. So when Satan is building some serious, juicy thoughts in you, the last thing, no, juicy, like that nice and juicy. Like he's giving them some nice cocktail colors. That this is, I guess he's making it inviting and nice. He wants you to feel that you are missing out if you don't have this. He's presenting it with the right color, HD colors. Yeah. And you are looking at it and everything in you is being pulled into the thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's why you hear the still small voice. Listen to Castbox. Which Castbox are we talking about? Now, you'll just hear, you'll just hear a resisting voice, a terrible voice that says, what type of Castbox are you talking about? We're having something important here. You talk about Castbox. Please get away with Castbox. If at that time, you have surrendered to God, you will put your hand in your pocket. You will say, Satan, let me show you something. You remove your ear. I do it all the time. As soon as I hear him saying no, no, I say, ah, this is actually the time. Now, I'm going to bend you. I'm going to break you. I'm going to crush you now. I'm going to crush you now. When Satan is saying no, that's the time to do it. Because he knows that as soon as you put it on. Oh, now look at now. Look at this now juicy. The juicy thing is becoming muddy. It's becoming mad. That juicy thing that he was suggesting, the juicy suggestion that he had brought to you is beginning to change. Mm. Then it's going to start distracting you so that you don't listen. You know, say, hey, this is not even the right message. It is not about the message. He will start saying to you, no, this is not the right message. No, and I mean, you do need this now. This is not what you did. Before I know it, if you are not careful, he takes you back to YouTube. Oh, he takes you back to Facebook. He pulls you out of the message, gets you to Facebook. He's rebuilding himself. Because he has to quickly undo those few words you got. Even though they didn't make sense to you, they are affecting him. They are affecting him. Even if it doesn't make sense to you as you are hearing it, you are not here. He is affected by it. So he will quickly try to pull you. Facebook, Nyana, and TikTok. Especially if you are on Instagram, you are finished. No, you are finished because as soon as you enter Instagram, he has prepared, he has prepared a few things to correct the mistake you just made now with your, your cast box. 
I know he has prepared a few things that you can't believe what you will see as soon as you go there. You are fighting a person who has a mind. If if he's working in your mind, doesn't that tell you that he has a mind? I mean, if if he works on your mind, doesn't that tell you that he understands the mind? Because he has one. Those of you that think Satan is dumb. Yet he's coming for your mind. Doesn't that mean he has a mind? He does. Hmm? Strategic. Little by little, he's trying to kill your prayer life. Little by little, he's trying to kill the word. All those things. that You just become a cocoon that is sitting there. Just like that. Yeah, that shall never be the case in the name of Jesus. That shall never be the case. You have to learn to fight. When you are under, I told you the signs of an attack. Your prayer life is going. The word life is going. The fasting life is going. The giving life is going. When those things are, don't look for, you are under attack. It's a severe attack that you are under. Your eyes may only open when it has happened. But you don't need to because I'm already telling you. God is already sending a word. If all you need is to believe and to stop thinking you are clever and to stop thinking you have a plan and to stop thinking you have a better way. Pastor, I hear what you are saying, but I think I've been dealing with this guy. I understand, but listen to me. You cannot win this one like that. Pastor, I hear you, but I, I, I mean, I know, I know those things you are talking about. I know them. You are right, actually. I've been, I've, I've seen it myself in my life, but there's a way I'm dealing with it. It's just that you don't know that way, but there's a way I've been dealing with it. Very, very powerful. I can give you tips when, when you get a chance, Pastor. I'll give you a few notes. I'll give you a few notes on how I'm dealing with the devil. I, I give you some tips for you to show you how you can. Even Paul says, flee. You know what it means to flee? You run. It's not that you sit and you try to explain yourself. You try to make sense of things. There are certain things you run. Don't stay. Don't entertain. What does it mean to flee? Block. Delete. Unfriend. Like, if you are serious, flee. Cut. Remove. Eh? I have an Instagram account. I don't know it. I don't know. I've never been there. I don't even know how to access it. I don't know. I'm honest with you. I've pulled out of Facebook as well. I just go from time to time to check if things are still okay. That's all. Once you know the ways through with some things attacking you, do you continue going in those ways? In my country, when you are putting a trap here for an animal, and you see that it's been three weeks, the animal hasn't come, you must understand that the animal has figured out that you have put a trap here. Don't continue waiting for him, he will not come. Your trap will trap you. You have to now look again for other tracks that he has made. And when you put the track, when we, um, in the village, I used to go with my father to, for, you know, to catch animals. Will put, I will say, very patiently, he will locate the track. Yeah, because this animal, they work, they can see, they always use the same road. You understand? That's how we were able to catch them because we, we walk, we just check, you see, they pass here, 
you see that the, the way is the same. They keep passing here. Some track, you can see the traffic is strong at night. Like you can see that the way is made. Other ones, it's not so obvious. Yeah, you can see that here. The traffic is strong. And this is what my father used to do. My father would follow the track until it reaches a stage where you find like maybe a tree fell. So this guy, when he reaches here, he has to climb up. Then he has to go down. And then he has to continue. If it is a straight line like this, my father never put a, a trap there. He will follow the trap, the track, until there's a hurdle, an obstacle on the way. After the obstacle, just like maybe two seconds, like a few meters, he put, we used to put our traps there. Like after you cross maybe that log, that was, that, that, uh, you know, that dead log, something that is on the way or some branches or whatever. As soon as you cross it, the trap is there. And I never understood why my father was always looking for those things. Today I understand. You see, when an animal is coming, it finds an obstacle. His whole focus is, I need to cross this problem. So, his mind for that second focuses only on crossing the log. His mind is not thinking about anything else beyond the log. I think for that few seconds. So when he's coming, if I find another, I just want to jump. And I'm not thinking of anything else. I just think I want to pass this obstacle. So as soon as he, pa- sorry, as soon as he passes the obstacle, he feels relief that I have overcome. Now let me continue. And that's exactly where my father would put the trap. And he would catch it easy. And that is how it is with your life and my life. Your greatest fallings come after the other. There's been a great victory. Something nice has happened for you. Something great has happened for you. Usually, after that great thing that has happened for you, you are the most vulnerable. You are, you are at your most vulnerable state. A church service that went well. A song you sang well. A dress people clap for you. A good news that has come. Maybe you now got this or you got that. Just something great that has happened after a long time of dryness. You enter into a certain state and Satan usually waits for you there. Yeah. After the log. Yeah. Equally, after a very depressing thing, a bad news has happened. Something terrible has happened. You have entered a phase of depression. He waits for you there like that. Then he suggests certain things. Because you are usually at your weakest point. You can quickly agree with him. At that time. Is God helping you? Tonight? Hmm? So. Listen to me. 
we can learn to fight the enemy, even though we don't see him. We can use the word and the experiences of others and begin to win the battle of the mind. To not live an oppressed and depressed life. Meanwhile, you could live a very successful life. Simply because you don't apply anything you learn in church. You don't take time to listen to. You don't really, you are so proud and you are not aware that you are very proud that you are taught things that you don't apply them. Even when you are taught them clearly and plainly, you still don't believe them and you didn't apply them. You are not only proud, you are deceived. You are very deceived. Yeah. It's Bishop Dark who said, the worst person is the person he does, who doesn't know and he doesn't know that he doesn't know. Did you understand that person? It's worse. He doesn't know. Then he doesn't know that he doesn't know. So you are in high deceptions. You are not aware that you don't know something that you don't know. May the light come to your way tonight in the name of Jesus. My, my talk for you tonight, people of God, is that we can win this fight. Do you understand? You can actually win this fight. Don't sit there and let Satan convince you things will never change. You will never come out of this. No, 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 no. You can actually win the fight. But you need to learn the tracks that are being used against you. You need to understand that an intelligent being is behind it. You are not dealing with some damn stupid idiots. You are dealing with somebody who studies you. And you can never defeat him if you don't learn to understand that about him. That he is not just some guy that no, he thinks clearly about what he's going to do. It's planned. Very, very strategically planned. And this guy I was telling you guys that he was doing the deliverance on, on this girl. And then the, the spirit started and then the demon said, we are planning to kill her this month. Yeah. So, the, the man asks them, the man asks the demon, which day? She said, the 17th of May. She, yeah, the, the demon released the date that it's supposed to happen on the 17th of May. Then, the man of God asks the, the demon, where? He described a junction of the road. Yeah, the spirit described a junction of the road where they have prepared that this is where it's going to happen. Then the man of God asked another question that, okay, so how are you going to do it? Then the demon said, there will be a track. You don't understand. He said, there will be a track that will be in front and then there will be this and then the driver will go like this. They gave precise information about how that girl was supposed to die on the 17th of May. This is not to scare you, but to make you understand that many things that are happening to you, you think it's an accident, it's just a coincidence that I met this girl in the taxi, it's just a coincidence that I met, you don't understand. I've been playing.
That's the reason we pray, people of God, if you don't understand. That's the reason why you pray. Because the Bible says we know not what we ought to pray for. You Sometimes you are not even aware of what you should be praying for. But your only solution here is to pray and release angels to start doing a work that you, you yourself, you don't even know how it will happen. And you just realize you went and you came back and nothing happened to you. But if you knew what was planned, if you knew what was planned, yeah. I remember a day, I'm telling you, I remember a day, something happened to me and then somebody had to go somewhere. After that person, in a very funny way, like the circumstances preceding the living was very, very funny. The Holy Ghost whispered to me, that thing you see there was not the actual thing that was meant to happen. This is the abortion because of your prayers. The Lord told me the main thing that was supposed to happen there was involving you. That your prayers have aborted the whole thing. Now it has turned this way. It's like when, when something has gone bad, like something was supposed to go this way, but now it has gone this way. So the Holy Ghost was looking at and actually the thing was going this way. But you kept waking up at night, praying, doing all these things. So you have, you have reversed it now. It has gone this way. Are you listening to me? Please. This, this your life is nobody's responsibility. It's your responsibility. And you can decide from tonight by the grace of God I will fight the good fight of faith. I will keep the faith and I will complete and I will finish my race. I will not let the enemy destroy what God is trying to do. Either personally, I can take you in the area of ministry, in the area of your family life, in the area of your finances, you will see that it's the same principle. It's the same principle. Yeah. Some of us, as you are sitting here this evening, Satan keeps your mind continuously busy with stupid things that have no bearing on your future. Like, the thoughts that you think about every day are thoughts that cannot help build your life. But they are juicy. They are so nice. So you are consistently being hypnotized. While your actual life is being driven away. Sorry, I have to keep okay. It's okay. While your actual life is being driven away. You are being hypnotized in the thoughts. And I don't want to lie to you, there are certain things that Satan makes sure you are constantly on them. And you will never think about your ministry. You never think about your future. You never think about, like your mind will not be working on things that you need to actually solve. Your mind will constantly be on fantasies. You will be fantasizing. Okay, I'm talking to the wrong people. These people don't fantasize. Yeah. You will be continuously fantasizing. Your mind is there. But the real thing that your mind must be on, you are not on them. You are not on them. 
And when you want to go on them, the man said, no, 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 no. I don't want work. I don't want work right now. I mean, I'm tired. Let's enjoy. And that's why your life, because the principle of life is that your life goes where your mind goes. So if your life is going, if your mind is going this way, your life will go that way. Your mind cannot be going this way and your life is going this way. And when now you want your life to go this way, but you are not controlling your mind from going this way to starting to go this way, and you are thinking that miraculously, you will be thinking all these funny things you are thinking about, but yet your life will just be so blossoming and blossoming. It's a big mistake you are making. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Let's learn from tonight to bring our thoughts under subjection. Second Corinthians chapter 10, I think verse 23. You know, bring your thoughts, understand that your mind has an, an effect over your life. A big one. Casting down what? Imagination. Things you are just imagining. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine, imagine if there was nobody in the house tonight, and 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 imagine she comes. You are saying, "Hey, meanwhile, you are not. Meanwhile, those are the things you are imagining the whole time." Huh? You are saying, "Yeah, yeah, like yo, 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 Muruti, yo, 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 yo." But that's what you are imagining. As you are there, your mind is imagining. Imagine, imagine if he can come. And then, it's like maybe he forgot where he was going. Then he came, he came your way. And then you just met him. Then imagine he's holding your hand. And then you guys are just walking together. Imagination. Your mind is going. Yet you don't have 10 rent to buy a loaf of bread. Instead of you saying, imagine finding 10 rent to buy a loaf of bread. You are imagining, imagine he's holding my, my cheek. And he's doing like this, stroking me gently, like Leonardo DiCaprio with Kate Winston. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Imagination. God says, cast these things down. Cast these things down. Don't let them stay up. Don't let this imagination stay up. They are affecting your life. They are affecting your prayer. They are affecting your love for God. And most importantly, they are affecting your destiny. Where, that place you want to go. Because for you to get there, you have to be thinking about it. And your thoughts are not on it. They are affecting your ministry. Your cell can work. Because your thoughts are not on the cell. Your thoughts are on some people out there and you are fantasizing. And you are imagining possibilities. Your thoughts are just there. Christians, they don't know how powerful the thoughts are. They don't know how powerful thoughts are. They think, you can just think anything and your life will still be great. No. That's why success is hard. Because it involves all these things. To succeed, you have to succeed at controlling your thoughts. Then you have to succeed at controlling your words. Then you also have to succeed at controlling your actions. 
Meaning many times, I don't feel like going, but I'm going to go. I'm controlling how I'm, I'm going to do it. Many, many times I feel like saying, I'm finished, but I will not say it. I will say I'm strong. That's, that's, that's why success is hard. That's why a lot of people don't succeed because not so many people are willing to go through that hard work of constantly controlling what is happening in the imagination, what you are saying, and what you are doing. And they are surprised that there's so much incoherences, things are not working out. Things are not working out. Casting down imaginations and every high thing. You see, imaginations are high things. They elevate themselves. They lift you up. It's like it's like it, it's, you, you, you are high. With that, with that, you are open. You bet you are high. There's no nyaope, but you are high. You are high all by yourself with your thoughts and the imaginations. Some of you, your imaginations are wild. You push it to the end. I mean, you will see Nicki Minaj, you are seeing, you are seeing things, you are seeing yourself doing things with Nicki Minaj. Your imagination is working 100%. Yeah. You are pulling, like you are just, hey, you are pushing it. You are high. You are somewhere, you are somewhere. And that thing must cast it where? Down. And the quickest way to cast it down, take this, press play. As soon as you press play, every demon will say, stop it. This, you're going to hear it. And you must know nice messages that you like. Because there are certain messages you enjoy listening. Have them readily there for your days of temptations. As soon as you are under attack, you quickly put it on and you press play. You understand? You know, Castbox gives you favorites. You can have your favorite messages. You have all of them there. You just press play and then you start going. Start going. And you are disrupting a certain flow that was coming for you. I don't know why, but I feel somebody is being helped here tonight. Somebody is being helped. Somebody is being helped by the word here tonight. High things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. You see, again, this thing is everything against what God wants for you. When these imaginations come, whatever they are suggesting is exactly what God doesn't want. It's against God and everything that is godly. The word of God prayer, the ministry, the work of God, anything that concerns the knowledge of God and the will of God, your imaginations are not interested. They want everything except that one. Everything except this. Please. Please. Everything except the will of God. Everything except the knowledge of God. Give me everything else. But don't bring this part. Because that's the part that destroys it. That's the part that kills it. It's the knowledge of God. When you bring the knowledge of God, imaginations are cast down. When you bring the knowledge of God through cast box, through the reading of the word, when you bring the knowledge of God, these things start going down. I see you bring the knowledge of God, in the knowledge of God in every area when these things start coming. And bringing into captivity every thought. So, sorry, let me just.
Amen. Hallelujah. So I see us bringing down every thought into captivity. Amen. We need to understand that the devil and the enemy operates in the mind. Hallelujah. And whenever we take control of our mind, whenever we really own our mind, it's the day we really win. Hallelujah. So it's very important that whatever pastor has been teaching us today, we take it very important because the word itself starts to work in your mind. That's the way, that's why the devil doesn't want you to listen to the word because the word is directed to where? Your mind. The word changes how you think. The word changes how you see things. The word changes your decisions. The reason why the enemy fights you in your mind because he understands that the moment you can conceive the word of God in your mind, that's the time you start to fall. And the very important thing is about we need to listen to the word of God. Why would pastor choose to listen, to choose to instruct us to listen to podcasts as a way of bringing down strongholds and imaginations? Because your ears are the closest part to your brain. You see, the enemy will put pictures in your mind. Imagination. Imagine this thing. Imagine this thing. Imagine that motto. Imagine Ritaso. Imagine Motoroso. And then the quickest antidote to that is what? The word of God. Because it quickly enters your mind and then it changes who you are. It changes how you think. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Everything that is, is made because of the word. So it means that if everything that exists is made because of the word, then it means whatever the devil can suggest in my mind can be remade by the word of God. That is why it's so important that the Bible says, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge, the knowledge, what you know, where does knowledge take place? In the mind. In the mind. So the moment the devil can sow an imagination to you, he understands that you will know it and once you know it, it starts happening. So it's so important that we reverse the knowledge the devil tries to put in our mind by imaginations by introducing the word of God in our mind. Amen. Hallelujah. God, let's give God a hand of praise. Let's give God a hand of praise. We are winning our mind. Amen. We are taking ownership of our mind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, we bring down every thought. We make it cut. It's like your thoughts are some birds that are just flying. Do you understand? So, you need to capture them. Just give her a little bit. She wants to please. Yes. A little bit. Ne? Okay. Sharp. The, you need to. If you don't capture them, they will run wild. I'm telling you the truth. You see, I've shared here before that when I was a young pastor, I wanted to solve the problems of everybody. I wanted to solve everybody's problem. But when I started maturing in God, I discovered that many times people are where they are because of certain things they are doing themselves. Do you understand? A, a, A person is where he is because of certain things. And if that person is unwilling to change those things, then don't become, I don't know whether Father Christmas, that, that, let, 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 because sometimes you find a person somewhere, he's there because he's being punished. Yeah, you see, you can enter a house and you just find a child crying and, and sweeping and you feel sorry for the child because you don't know the story before what you are seeing there. 
So you just say, ah, why, why baby, why? And then you start wanting to help the child. But maybe in wanting to help the child, you have destroyed the child. Because that was a punishment that was going to make the child wiser for the future. And many of you come to church with a punishment. That life has punished you because of something that you missed. Or something that you are refusing to do. Or something that you are being disobedient about. That's why you are here. And you are wanting... So, the thing, remember my teacher is little by little. You just want the thing to, to be removed. Yeah, there's a reason why you are where you are. Yeah. There's a reason. Guys, I've been, I'm in my 40s now. Let me tell you something. I've observed a couple of things. One of the things I've observed is that the things that work are not spectacular. I want to be honest with you. So as soon as you want spectacular, you will enter error easily. It's easily. I'm saying the things that actually work, they are not spectacular. They are just very ordinary. They are very simple and they are sometimes even very despised. Yet they are the ones that work. They are the ones that work. What are the things that I'm talking about? Going to school, my brother. Just going to school, studying well, will work. And somebody will not believe that. But they believe that I want, some, I want a rich man, I want a businessman to discover me. I want, somebody, I want a great person to discover me and my whole life will change. How many people do you know in this world that will have that type of a story? But I can give you thousands of millions of people who just went to school, finished school, and things started working. It's, no, it's, 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 it's just, it's like, it's so simple, like you are feeling that it's too simple. But that is what works. This is what works, you see. It's, work, it's, it's working. Simple. Most people do this every day. Anywhere on earth you go, you will find people just doing like this. And they are moving. And they are going. And they are solving problems. I don't know of anywhere on earth where as soon as the day starts, people start flying. They are flying. They are flying. They are flying. They are swimming. That is very unusual. You do it once a month. You go and swim. But you see, when you go and swim, you take a picture. I'm at the veil of waves. Because it's spectacular. How many of you take a picture of yourself walking? I'm walking. I'm walking. What a great thing. I'm walking. What a powerful thing. I'm walking. Yet it is that little walking that will take you on a job. It is that little walking that will take you somewhere. Not the swimming, the walking. But you will advertise the swimming. You will tell people about the swimming. Yet the swimming doesn't take you to, to a job. It is the walking that takes you to a job. So I'm saying the things that work are usually very simple. They are very ordinary and they are taken for granted. 
We want some powerful things and we miss the little by little. We miss it. Yeah. Coming to church every time there's a service, it looks like it's nothing. But that thing, that little thing that you do can produce a future for you that will surprise you. That this thing that you are waiting for, a big man of God to come and touch you three times and then your whole life changes in a second, you will find out that just coming to church every day, praying, doing these things that you are told to do by a simple person. And if you apply yourself to them, any field you take, I can take any field. I tell you now. Supernatural things are very unusual occurrences. What is mostly happening is natural. We all want the supernatural. But God has placed you in a natural world. So you have to understand the natural world as well. You have to know that these are things. This is hard work. Don't become so much into the supernatural that you forget this. Yeah. And that's why we enter era. They start going to get this, to get this, to achieve this. Meanwhile, and I always ask myself, you know, we do so many things. We push so many things so that we can get things done. Other people just study, they get it done. They study, they get it done. They study, they get it done. They go to school, they get that diploma, they get it done. They don't, you don't find them online for prayer. You don't find them on any of these things. They, they stand in other places. And they're getting things done without a lot of noise, without making anybody king. They're just getting things sorted. We, because we miss those simple steps, we now need to come and fabricate something huge here this side. I'm not saying that the supernatural is not place. Don't get me wrong. It's there and it has its place. But I'm saying to you, Jesus did not get two coins out of a fish more than once. He did it only once. He didn't make it a habit. Now, hey, Peter. Go, go again for another. Get about three or four. Get about three or four more fish and come, let's have a conversation. And can I tell you something else? Jesus didn't multiply bread more than twice. That it now becomes a habit. Every time people, okay, how many are we today? Okay, okay, okay. All right, are you ready? Lift your hand. Boom. Okay. Now let's start preaching. Only twice he did it and then that was it. Do you understand? The normal way that people were living with Jesus, they had to go and buy their bread and come and listen to him talk. It's only once or twice that he multiplied bread. So that was a supernatural occurrence, but that did not make it. It wasn't something that was happening every day. The everyday one was, you bring your own bread or you go and buy your own bread. Am I making sense to you? All right. Learn these things. In that way, you will never expect from God what you should do. And God will never expect from you what he should do. Then you'll be a complete person. Me, once I hit my wall, then I say, Lord, okay, your son has tried. Your boy has tried. Now come and help. And I tell you like a dream of the night. And I told you about that one point something million thing these people came with. I never had a lawyer. I hit my wall. He killed it. And then when he showed me another place, it was I came again. I didn't say, hey, 
me that I, I almost went to prison. I must have come again now and said, no, 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 no. I came for it. Here am I. This one has worked. Do you understand? Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. So, let's work on the mind. Praise the Lord. I've taught different things tonight. One of them is, check what goes on in your mind. Please check it. Don't let it go the way you are letting it go. Because it's going to affect your life. It's going to, it is affecting your life already. Young men, stop fantasizing. Stop fantasizing over Beyonce, over that girl in the class, over that girl you see sometimes on the road. Stop fantasizing over that girl. The fact that you are fantasizing over that girl is stealing your future. You are unable to think about tomorrow because all your thoughts are on this naked girl that you saw. Some of you have made matters worse. You even printed her picture. Yeah. And the picture is somewhere. From time to time, you see it. Then you are comforted. Then you close it again. Then you, have, you see it a little bit. You say, okay. okay. Now I'm good for, I'm, I'm, I'm for the day. I'm, I'm, I'm sorted for the day. I'm sorted for the day. I'm sorted for the day. I just check it a little bit. And I'm sorted for the day. And Satan is busy delaying your future because you are unable to think proper thoughts, constructive thoughts, futuristic thoughts. Your mind is hijacked by evil spirits. As soon as you want to think about getting a job, oh, was she wearing the red? Was she wearing the red or the blue one? I said, hmm, I can't remember. Let's go check. Let's go check. Let's go check. And then you are so, and before your whole thought now, you go this way. Then you start checking that one. Then you check that. They are always linked. Satan has arranged this thing that as, while you are watching this one, this one is being suggested. As soon as you finish, you come to this one. Then I mean, you can be there the whole night. That's why some of you are always tired because you don't sleep. You don't sleep. More suggestions are being made continuously. As soon as you finish with this one, this one is suggested. You finish that, this one is suggested. So, before you realize, the night is finished. And you didn't sleep. Then you wake up, you are grumpy. And you start losing opportunities. Because you are grumpy. And you are unable to think well. Because you don't sleep at night. Social media is hijacking your mind. And that's the mind that must build the future tomorrow. That's the mind think of her building a house. That's the same mind that must think of buying a car. The mind that doesn't think about anything constructive. It's fantasy the whole time. Let me help you understand Hollywood. Do you know what is Hollywood? Hollywood, that name Hollywood was given to the industry because in America, if I'm, if I'm, maybe you can correct me, I don't know, I need to do my research. This is, I must check myself. There was a wood, an actual wood that was like known to be like a hunted wood that when you go in there, it's like you are drugged. Do you understand? Like, like you forget the reality. Yeah, it, 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 and, and many people will go there and they will never come back. 
they just keep going and going in the holy wood. It was a wood. So that's the concept of holy wood is that it gets you in a certain fantasy world that is not real. And you stay in there long enough, you never come back to the real life. To build a life. Yeah. With the new ones that have come today, Netflix and all of that, the principle is the same. We keep you in the wood long enough. By the time you come back, you are tired, you are discouraged. You cannot build your own life. You cannot build your future. You don't have time to think about your own future. That's what's going on in the Hollywood. That's what is going on. We need to come out of that wood. By the Spirit of God. God is sending me to this place to pull you out of the wood. You have to be pulled out of that wood. Come out of the wood. You are being deceived. You are being deceived. You are being deceived. Come out of the wood. Come out of the wood. You are being deceived. You are being deceived. The thing you are seeing is not real. It's not real. It's destroying your future, my friend. The images you are watching are not real. They are images of school girls that are taken during their breaks to make quick money. All porn stars are university girls. They use their break times to do some of these things. And they make quick money. Quick money. They make quick. They go out quickly, do something small. They, they take a few things there, and then they continue their lives. <laughs> and the thing begin to be what has caused you to be stuck in your own life. She probably went on to get her degree after that session there. You'll be surprised. It's university girls. Yeah, they take them. They just come and, and they, they talk money. They say, "Why people? Eh? You must understand some people. Why people? If they hear money. If if you mention money, and they hear that there's real money. You'll be surprised at what a white, a white person can do for you. If you talk good money to them, they can come and stay here today. That if you are giving them the money, they, if you promise them the money, Bishop Dad said one time that if a white man knew had, if you tell a white man that there's gold in hell, he will find a way." To go to hell, get the goal and come back if, if he has to do it. That's why I found white people, they are nice country in Europe. They will leave it. Come to your broken Africa. Live in your village. Because they saw something there. They don't mind at all. They don't mind at all. They are ready. They can do it. They like it. So be confused about them. That's why COVID-19 was not a joke because white people dropped their planes. These people that love money and they love, they, they put their planes down, they put everything down and they are losing money. Then it's a serious problem. I'm telling you because they will never do it. If there's no seriousness about it, they will never do it. So don't be confused. Some of the things that are holding, holding you back. Another person was just a moment. 
it was a moment. It was just a moment for them. For you, it was everything. I told you my story. There was this guy in my country. I loved that man. I loved his songs. Everything. I was even losing my Christianity because I was showing my support to this man. Then I went to the airport to wait for my elder brother to come from South Africa. And lo and behold, there came the man. He was flying, I think, to France or to some place. The treatment those people gave me that day at the airport. Oh God. And I realized I was in my own world, in my head. That world is not real for them. Stars have to be, they are, they are training them how to take care of their fans. Because they don't love the fans. So sometimes they have to go to course, they have to do courses. To a place people love you, treat them well because it's because of them that you are famous. They have to tell them to do it because they don't feel like it at all. Just check my daughter at the back, she went there by herself. Praise God! Lift your hands and start receiving help from above. Now, I believe tonight God is sending help to you, God is sending help to you, especially to fight the area of your mind. Change the music as soon as I change, everything must change everywhere, please. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Uh, why don't you receive that help tonight? God has sent a light in your direction. Begin to just thank Him for this light that has come away. Begin to thank Him for this light. A light has come tonight, especially in the area of thought and work of the evil spirit. Begin to thank God for that light that has come. To salvage your future. That Don't let your mind die and destroy your future. Oh, man, Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Shaba de beza bregando prosa que de baramanda. Ha ha. Me caso pre que le manda zika teca pre cato baramanda. Yes Lord. Yes Lord. In Jesus precious name we have given thanks. If you are here tonight and you want to recommit your heart to Christ. You want to give your heart to Christ. You just want to come back to the cross. The cross is always available for you and for me. Anytime you can go back there and find strength. That is you tonight. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want you to commit my heart to Jesus. I want to pray with you quickly before we go. At the count of three, you can raise your right hand. One, two, three. Raise your right hand up. And need prayer. God bless you. Tonight, we're just going to thank the Lord. Father, thank you for what you have done in our hearts tonight. Thank you for your word that has come, that has brought more light. I believe that we're going to start winning in certain areas, especially in the area of our minds. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal, live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church.
Church HQ or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, you are alive to give life. Oh,